good evening everyone and thank you for joining in this is your plus size vixen and this is episode number six i would like to thank everyone who's been tuning in from day one day two day three day four day five i decided to switch up the schedule i know i said every first and last friday but there's been something on my mind and i wanted to speak about it with y'all Today's topics are kind of similar to what we talk about, but it's definitely going in another direction. And let's get into it. The word of the day is recreate, meaning to create again, to reproduce, to renew, to regenerate, to, you know, just bring something new to your life. The quote of the day is, you have the power to say, this is not how my story will end. This is an unknown quote, so there's no name, so I'm going to say it again. You have the power to say, this is not how my story will end. Meaning, you can recreate your life. You can recreate the beginning. You can create a new ending. You don't have to accept what was given to you because you can change anything in your life that you feel is not fit for you. So again, that's where the word recreate comes from today. For the last couple of days, I was thinking to myself, like, wow, we sit here and emphasize so much about the new year and these new things we want to do and how we want to be great in the new year. Or, oh, the new year means money. The new year means travel. The new year means new house, new, new car, and new clothes, and maybe kids for some, whatever it may be. But I want you to understand, recreating your life can start right now. We don't have to wait for the ball to drop. We don't have to wait to January 1st, December 31st to recreate something that we see fit for us now. If you feel as though what you're doing is fit for you now, whether it be that new house, that new car, that degree, that new love, that new baby, whatever it may be, start now. I feel like sometimes as human beings, we put off what we want to do and we fail to realize that life isn't promised to anyone. You could be here today talking about those lovely dreams and going tomorrow and it'll just be a dream. It'll just be something that you said. It'll just be something that inspired you to wake up every day, but you never did it. So it's just words. So if this is something that you want to do, if this is something that you wholeheartedly want for yourself, your family, to be a part of your legacy, let's stop talking and let's start doing it. Some of the topics of the night I want to touch on is online dating. Is that a yay or nay? We'll get into that a little more. Also, should women, and I'm going to put should men, be a repair center for one another? So should women be a repair center for men and should men be a repair center for women? And lastly, of course, you always got to incorporate this. Are you getting bored with your diet or workout? You know, what can we do to spice it up? So let's get at the first topic at hand. As we realize, or as I realize, I'm in my early 30s like most of people I know. I mean, I know older people, but you know, most people I know are in their early 30s. And I feel like a lot of people are resorting to the whole online dating. No matter if it's POF, Christian Mingle, Badu, I don't know all the sites out there, but you know, it's a handful of them. 
And my question is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Now, I heard a different couple of comments from different conversations I have with people about this. And some people are like, oh, no, I'd rather meet people the old school way. I'd rather go outside and meet them or go here and meet them. Why even get online and do all of that? People lie. People don't tell the truth. And they could be a killer or whatever. And then I hear people be like, hey, this is the new way you date. This is what's going on right now. People don't really have time for dating. Sometimes just sitting on your phone and swiping left to right is as much time as I can get. Like, because my life is busy. I don't have time to really go to the club or go to the lounge and meet people. So I had to dig a little deeper, do my own research and figure out, was this a good thing or a bad thing? Now, I'm in between. Let me tell you why. I'm in between because, like I said, I'm going to always be honest on my show. I'm going to always be real because I want y'all to understand I'm human and I'm not perfect. And have I been on online dating? Of course I have. Have I met people from online dating? Of course I have. Am I still in contact with some of those people? No. Has it been a good or bad thing? Like I said, it's half and half. The thing about online dating is you don't know who's really on there looking for the same thing as you. So you're taking a risk. You're taking a chance to speak to somebody, to get to know somebody, and to see what they really want. Now, if you've been dating before, you should be able, and I use this loosely, to identify the red flags or not. If you're hitting up somebody and most of the question is, do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you? They're not looking maybe for what you're looking for. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're looking, if you go on, if you go on these sites looking for a good time, then that's what you're gonna get, a good time. But if you're looking for something a little more past that, then those are the people you swipe the left to, or those are the people you block. Now, do some people on here? act as if they want something and they really don't of course they do that's human that's that's life people are always pretending to get you win and then once they get you they like got them and then still get what they want so you have to be smart enough to detect that now my personal experiences on here hasn't been horrible and it hasn't been the greatest it's kind of been in between like i met people they seem real nice they seem real cool and chill but i felt like for me personally, I felt like I didn't feel the forever in it. I felt like it was like for what it was. Like, I guess, you know, off of, because basically what we're seeing is the person's face. So off of the person's physical, that's what I was attracted to. But I felt like once I got to know the person's mental, I was a little like, hmm, you know, okay. And for me, I'm more about mental attraction. I mean, don't get me wrong, everybody wants to look at something nice, but I felt like mentally we weren't both on the same level. And I felt like too for them, I felt like I was being more of a teacher than a potential mate. I felt like if anything, they were learning things from me instead of, you know what I'm saying? And after a while, I just kind of got like mentally turned off by it. I mean, it's been times that I gave up on the online dating because I started to feel like people were just using this as a new way to hook up. 
So I kind of got over it and was like, you know what, this ain't for me. If it's meant to be, however I might meet my future man, if it's on here or if it's in public, I'm just going to let it be. Because, you know, I tried, I tried a little bit of everything. So before I knock anything, I definitely do try it. I mean, like I said, I had people tell me stories that they met people off of there that didn't look like who they really look like. I never had those problems. Thank God for that. I never had those problems. However, I did have problems where, like I said earlier, people pretended that they wanted one thing, but once I met them in person, eventually true colors come out. And eventually people start showing you what they really want. And you're like, uh, no, sweetie. Like, we're not on the same level. I don't want that. And I'm not even going to sit here to gas you up to believe that I'm feeling you in that kind of way. But again, if you're on there looking for a good time and that's okay with you, then that's what you're going to get. You can't be surprised by it. You can't be upset by it, but that's what you're going to get. But if you're looking for more than just a good time and you have your mind set on like maybe you're looking for a boo thing for real, then you just have to keep picking through. I guess I feel like online dating is pretty okay because with this generation, we really don't know how to talk to one another. Like the last couple of times I've been out, which haven't been recently, everybody's on their phone. Mind you, there's people around, but everybody's on their phone. Either they're on the Facebook, they're on the Instagram, they're on the Snapchat, or whatever they're on. They're playing games. So it's like, when are people really looking around to talk to people? Like, I literally had people say to me, no lie. Oh, was you in Sutter Sutter last night? I think I just saw you. But didn't say nothing to me. So it's kind of weird because it's like, damn, are we losing our communication skills due to technology? Because we'd rather be wrapped up showing the world what we're doing and how we're doing it and how we're turning up and having a good time where we don't even communicate with one another. Like, that's kind of weird. And it's, it's one of those situations, like, once you be like, yeah, that was me, they be like, oh, okay. And they'll rather keep texting you and stuff like that. And like I said before, I'm so corny, but I'm old school. Texting is cool if you're busy, but I like to talk on the phone. I'm going to feel like a connection over the phone. I feel like I can't connect with you through texting. So if that's all you're going to do, then I used to be like, well, I guess it's over for me because I can't get with this because I don't want to misinterpret anything you're saying via text because I'm unsure if you're really upset, if you're really mad, if whatever it is. I don't have time for that. So like, again, I said online dating to each his own. If you like it, continue to do it. If you feel like you tried it in a work, it's fine, but never feel accustomed to Camera of it. I mean, do bad things happen on these things? sites? Yes. But bad things happen in the real world all the time. So don't subject yourself from trying something because what might happen to one person may not happen to you. And you have to be okay with that. So sometimes stop asking people for their opinions because people will stray people away because of their fears. It don't be your fears. It be their fears they put on you so now you don't want to try it. So definitely stay away from that. The next topic, repair center. Reason why this topic came up for me this week is because one of my favorite pastors 
basically has a video out on social media, Pastor John Gray, and he mentioned that his wife basically was his repair center. That he put his wife through some hurtful stuff, that it was more hurtful than her birthing their kids. And I guess what took me back was like, wow, I feel like sometimes men allow um, other men to feel like it's okay to break down other women with their stuff and we supposed to be here to repair it, to fix it. But I'm like, do, do men ever stop and think like, wow, this could be a broken woman. So how can she fix me if I can't even fix myself and she got her own thing she's dealing with? I feel like we live in a world where it's acceptable for a man to be broken, a man to be hurt, a man to be broke down. But if a woman's broken down, that's the problem. Because I don't hear too many stories where a man sat there and helped a woman up and gave her his backbone and try to love her even through her demise. It's usually the other way around. So to me, it's like, are, are we okay with being repair centers? I mean, we could sit here and agree to disagree, but I feel like what this world feels to lack is if you have a problem or you haven't healed from something, and I know this is easier said than done, maybe you need to seek some kind of help. Why would you put that responsibility on somebody else to, to reap what you've been through and then say, oh, now that she wrote it out, basically played a ride or die, this person deserves whatever, whatever, because they were there for me. That's great, but now that you have children, would you really want to tell your daughter or to tell your, you know, son, God forbid, oh, you're supposed to be there for that man, and if he's broken, you're supposed to build him up, because I know that's not the way you're raising your daughter. You're raising your daughter to be independent, to be strong, to be, you know, a good woman, but not to be repairing broken men. And it's like, why is women okay with that? Because let's be honest, no one's going to do what you don't allow. So we allow men to come broken. We decide to fix them because I don't even know where that comes from, where women believe that we can fix things. And, I mean, I get it from a technical perspective. Like, maybe if I could fix the tire, I'm going to do it. Maybe if I could put it together. But, yeah, but to fix a whole human being, I learned that at a young age. I can't change anyone. If someone wants to change who they are, they're going to have to do that for themselves. Because at the end of the day, I'm taking on a task that could either make the situation worse and now I'm left confused because I'm like, wait, I thought I was trying to help this person. I thought I was trying to be my all for this person. And I really wasn't. I was making the matters worse. Because why should I have to go to sleep at night with tears in my eyes and, you know, pain in my chest? Because I'm trying to figure out this broken individual. I mean, I feel like that's the work of a therapist. That's the work of a life coach. That's the work of your parents. And I get it. Sometimes being a parent, you're too busy to realize that your child is going through something. So that's where you get outside sources of help. But if your parent don't acknowledge that you got a problem, they're not thinking about that. So as an adult, that's when you get your own help. And like I said, again, that might be easier said than done. But I believe male or female should not have to be a repair center. 
Like, we both been through things in our lives. We both had to climb some mountains, fall down, cry, pick ourselves back up. But I shouldn't inflict my pain or my problems on you because you didn't have nothing to do with that. Now, if you want to be here in the process while I get help, that's cool. But if you expect me to deal with the disrespect, to deal with the cheating, to deal with the verbal, mental, physical, emotional abuse because you've been hurt and now you're trying to inflict that pain onto me, that's a no-no. That's where, I'm sorry, we allow how people treat us. And once you accept that from the door, you can't expect somebody to change. And I'm not going to sit here and put my energy into that because I'm like, no, he going to love me. He going to change. Uh-uh. This my, no, I'm not into now. I'm not that hard up. I'm not that blind to the situation that I want love that bad that I'm going to accept somebody's negativity towards me and think whatever they're doing to me is okay. That's not okay for nobody, man or woman. So that's why I'm so against what he said because to be in love and I get it it's not perfect love isn't perfect no human isn't perfect but if you know you have a problem and you need help that's what you need to be doing seeking help seeking because at the end of the day we be so bothered by physical appearance being physically fit that sometimes we're not mentally in a good space to have our mental health in check so that's why you need to go seek help and I wish this world stopped looking at you getting help for your mental health as a bad thing that's a great thing some of us are mentally disturbed some of us are mentally immature some of us are mentally confused that we need to help clear up this cloud of confusion to be better people to raise better children to instill better values to instill better morals so the next generation is better off than what we already have because unfortunately, if we keep continuing this pattern and suppressing these feelings and suppressing our emotions and not allowing ourselves to be emotional, not allowing ourselves to be free, not allowing ourselves to voice how we feel, we will continue to be detrimental people and keep hurting people because we're hurt. And who does that help at the end of the day? Because now if you mess with somebody, they can help you they hurt you you leave them now you go on to the next person so it's a continued pattern until somebody else can change it no that's absolutely not i'm sorry i feel like i can go on and on about this but that is an absolute no like i'm sorry i love y'all but i'm not here to fix your life i don't get paid for that like i can love you from a distance but you're gonna have to get yourself right in order to be in a healthy and productive relationship and you know the problem is too A lot of people don't see healthy relationships. A lot of people don't see things that they're supposed to see as a child. So they don't know how to be in things that are healthy, that are good, that are, you know, we do things, we react off of what we see as a child. Even if it's in our household, on TV, outside of our household, our friends, we think sometimes some of the stuff that we do or we're around is okay and it's not. Absolutely not. We have to understand that in order to be a better us, we have to forgive what we have seen, forgive what we have were taught, 
and be better us and find better role models read more books empower yourself to be more positive because unfortunately i'm sorry again i apologize to the world for whatever you got as a child as a teenager and now as an adult but we have to do better because unfortunately the way some of us are living is very unhealthy and it doesn't make you a better person because you're just going to keep using those unhealthy ways and not getting yourself nowhere and wondering why you're hurt wondering why you're confused wondering why you're sad mad because you don't even know how to place those emotions in the right place and when to and when not to inflict other people with your situation so we have to do better we have to do better in order to get better we have to do better next topic <laughs> Ooh, that was a mouthful um are you getting bored with your workout and diet now again i love to be honest sometimes working out sometimes trying to be healthy dieting doing the right things can get boring you start feeling like i'm doing this i'm doing that but I'm getting bored. I might want to eat that piece of cheesecake. I might want to have that piece of candy bar. But you feel like if I do it, it defeats the purpose. One thing I am going to say to you is never take away what makes you happy. Don't get me wrong. We all want to be physically fit. We all want to be our healthy selves. But at the same time, you should still enjoy things that brings you happiness so if you having a piece of that chocolate he said she said girl have it that's a part of life like you know and i'm not saying just because you had it you fell off the wagon the next time when you go to the gym you know you had that piece of cake you know crank crank up the treadmill one more you know or do another rep that's it but don't don't deprive yourself of your cravings because you need to be happy and throughout diets, I mean, I hear this all the time. People do cheat days. I don't know if you need a cheat day, a cheat hour, whatever it is. But treat yourself because your body is knowing that you're doing something different. And that's fine. But it's nothing wrong with treating yourself. Just know to limit yourself. Don't, don't overdo it. And also, if you could find other options. For example, here and there, I like a little piece of sweet. I'm human. So I decided to start getting the fiber one bars, the fiber one desserts, because even though they're not as big and, you know, all the bad stuff that I want, but it's still helping a craving. It still makes me feel good to eat something and know like, wow, this is good, but I'm still getting a healthy from it. But like I said, again, if you don't want the whole healthy right then and there, you want that unhealthy brownie or whatever it is that you crave to enjoy it and don't feel bad about it just don't OD it that's all I gotta say it's like just don't OD it like you know share it with my for example when I go to a restaurant my son loves to get dessert so usually I get me like you know the small proportion desserts where they have like I guess they call it like the sampler or like a little ones that come in the cup instead of getting the whole big plate of it because I'm getting a little something to help that craving instead of getting something huge the same thing with your workout sometimes workouts could be fun you could be doing your thing and then eventually you get bored and then eventually you be like all right I did this so much what else next like I said in previous podcasts try different classes if you are a cardio kind of person and you notice you go to the gym, you're always getting on the treadmill, maybe do Zumba. 
that's a full body exercise it's cardio you're moving you're dancing maybe if your gym has a boxing class maybe try boxing or something um yoga like it's so many different things you can do don't keep yourself in a box because once your body realizes your workout is the same it's definitely going to get boring and you're definitely going to feel like okay i'm doing this and i'm getting bored so anytime you feel like you're getting bored it's definitely time to either maybe work out outside depending on the weather you know dress accordingly take walks outside or go to the gym and try a different machine maybe a machine that you've been wanting to try try a machine google that machine up see how it see how somebody use it if you're too afraid to ask somebody in the gym how to do it, or if there's no one around to help you to do it I know you got your phone you google it up see how somebody's using the machine and use the machine like you have to open your mind to continue to live a healthy lifestyle I mean don't get me wrong things after a while does seem redundant but if you have a goal to get down them five pounds ten pounds fifteen pounds however many pounds it is just change up the routine make it fun keep it fun keep yourself laughing keep yourself going and also another good thing to do is too with the phones do a workout playlist upbeat you know music that gets you going i don't know if you're into the ratchet music into the trap music whatever it is make a workout playlist so when that song come on like for me it's the sierra level up like that i feel like that puts me in the zone i'll be like oh four three two one let's go level up like that gets me going because i feel like that's a motivational song like yes it's time to level it up they mad but i'm gonna give them reason to be mad now so whatever it may be for you like do a playlist like that that has some great motivational messages in it to keep pushing you to be the best you Ooh, guys overall this has been an interesting week I've been sick this week, but sick or not, i still been pushing because nothing can hold me down. I'm sorry. Nothing can hold me down, and I feel like if I don't stay moving, I get bored very fast. So I need to stay doing something to keep my mind entertained. So again, I would like to thank you guys for listening. You're awesome, awesome, awesome. You're awesome source. Mm-hmm. This is episode number six. Like I said, let's recreate ourselves. Let's do things to bring a new us. Let's rebirth ourselves. Let's be reborn. Let's tap into a new you. You're great. You're wonderful. Thank you again for following me. You can follow me on Latte Vixen on Instagram. You can follow me at plussizevixen.blogger on my other Instagram. I also have a WordPress page is plussizevixen.wordpress.com. Again, guys, it's been a pleasure. This is episode number six. Have a great week. And if nobody didn't tell you this today, I love you. Love yourself. We're out of here.